wellspring, matters of the heart in relationships. There is that one moment in life as a young person when the pangs of love grip you and your heart burns with love. At times you struggle with your relationship. You are vexed with what the future holds. What is the word of God to say concerning the matters of the heart in relationships? Join Reverend Nomatuturu on a weekly podcast as he shares practical lessons and a personal experience on love. Build a solid foundation for your love life according to the word of God, which is our light and lamp. Let's dive right in. Like a dove, when I found you, I found love. I believe that we've been helped over the past two months as we reflect on the attitudes that perhaps destroy our love relationships, destroy our marital relationships. Allow me to pray, Father. We thank you today. We bless your name. We honor you. We thank you that your word comes as light and a lamp unto our feet. Pray that the entrance of your word may bring understanding to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. The first attitudes we looked at were the attitude of dishonesty or untruthfulness and that of pretense. That was the first Monday. Then last week we looked at the love of money and anger. Today we want to delve in the attitude of pride and the attitude of unforgiveness. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, pride is defined as the quality or state of one being proud, such as an inordinate self-esteem, conceit, a reasonable or a justifiable self-respect, delight or elation arising from some act, position or relationship, parental pride. Pride, may I say that, is a very subtle thing. It's a very subtle attitude. No one wants to be addressed as a proud person. No one wants to be called a proud person. So we notice that in love relationships, pride is very subtle. And at times it's difficult to identify it. One cannot easily see it like we said. Everyone loves to say I'm humble. Everyone loves to say, ah, me, I don't trouble anyone. I'm a humble person. They mention it always. Pride, therefore, in a love relationship can manifest in one partner speaking more of their achievements than the other person. You know that in a love relationship, a young man can be always speaking about how they have achieved their education, how educated they are. They continuously mention to say, ah, for some of us who are educated, we don't think like this. And the moment one compares themselves with another person, that is a manifestation of pride. A, a person in a love relationship can continuously speak of, you know, and speak of themselves and all conversations are about themselves and not the other person. You know, 
in a love relationship, pride can manifest in someone always mentioning what they don't like. They'll say, me, I don't like this. Me, I'm like this. Me, I'm like this. They always mention what they can't tolerate. They'll say, me, I can't tolerate this. Me, I can't take sample to does this. Always, that's a manifestation of pride. Pride also manifests in contentions. The Bible speaks of a contentious woman. Contentious means quarrelsome or argumentative. Synonyms of uh, being contentious is belligerent, combative, and confrontational. Pride at times can manifest itself in someone being confrontational. In a love relationship, you can have one partner, a guy or a lady, saying, me, uh, this cannot be done to me. You can never do this to me. I'm not that type. I mean, you cannot do this to me. You must check what you are doing constantly. And it exists on a continuum. Just as you can be tipsy, drunk, or passed out. So you can be constantly confrontational. You know, someone who is always confrontational, attacking, it's a sign of pride. And like we say, pride is certainly it's you have someone being full of arguments all the time or contentiously toxic. Most of us exist on this dangerous spectrum at some point or another, and at times it's difficult to identify or recognize such type of an attitude in a love relationships. When you read the book of Proverbs, it was originally written for young men. So it's only natural that the writer would warn against picking a contentious wife. But it's just as true a warning for a woman not to marry a contentious man also. There are men who are contentious. Normally in our culture, in our tradition, we say men don't talk. But at times there are men who can talk from sunrise to sunset. And so, you know, and for men, it's always like a once-off it's not like a daily thing like us women, but for men, it's a, a, it can be a once-off, but that once-off are words that will show you that this person is very proud. And the wisest man who ever lived argues that it's so unpleasant to be married to such a person that it's actually more pleasant to live in a hot and humid place, you know, exposed to the sun and having to constantly cut against an injurious fall than to share an air-conditioned mansion with an argumentative person. You see what the word of God says that, you know what? It's better to stay on top of a roof than to stay in a house with a contentious woman. And may I say also, and to say with a contentious man also. So when you read in James 4 verse 6, the Bible says that God gives more grace to the humble. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. May I say, dear beloved, that for those in love relationships, the moment you begin a love relationship and it's all about you, all about you, being narcissistic, selfish, narcissistic, everything is about you. Me, I don't like people who do this. Me, I don't appreciate people who do this. Me, I don't. Me, I don't. Me, I don't. Me, I don't. It becomes a song. The Bible says in Proverbs 16, 18, that pride comes before distraction. So we notice here, beloved, that before a love relationship, relationship is destroyed. You must check traits of pride. Times lovers, ladies and gentlemen, they are proud to forgive. They are proud to compromise. They can't compromise on a stance that they would have taken. You know, a young man says, I will never tolerate someone who doesn't respect my time. That's a young man saying that to their lover, a newfound love, you know, 
I, I will never tolerate that. I don't tolerate this. I don't, you know. But we must know that if pride manifests in a love relationship, it's given the relationship cannot stand. Because the Bible says so, pride comes before a fall, before a destruction. So the moment your love relationship manifests tendencies of pride, know that it's on its way to destruction. People who are proud are selfish and cannot give love to another person. A proud person cannot give love to another person. There's a lot of self-centered behavior in what they do. And so it leaves the other partner feeling used and also inferior. Do you know, have you ever had a young lady saying, I feel useless in this love relationship? Even married women, they say, I feel useless. I feel like I'm just useless. It's about him, you know. It's about him. It's about his his, his his supper. It's about his clothes. It's about his car. It's about his what? It's about it. So the moment pride manifests, it makes the other person feel used in a love relationship and feel inferior. Pride is the spirit of Satan himself. May I say that to us? In as much as God resists the proud, we as human beings also naturally resist people who are proud around us. Pride can be sensed. <laughs> Pride can be sensed. May God deliver young men and young women from the spirit of pride. May God deliver us even as married people from pride. Because pride comes before a fall. Pride comes before a fall. Proverbs 16 verse 18. Our second destructive attitude one to look at is unforgiveness. Generally speaking, one will notice that as long as people relate closely with each other, they will step on each other's toes. That's the fact of life. That's the truth of life. Over the years, as I've counseled lovers and couples, one thing always comes out, recurrence of old issues, old matters, old um, happenings. Human beings have a tendency of saying, I will forgive, but I'll never forget. I've heard several, even Christians say, forgive, I'll forgive, ma'am. Or they'll say, I've forgiven him, but you know, I cannot forget. Forgiveness is important in love relationships. You might think you are righteous when you have stayed in the house of God. You know, you tend to be unforgiving. There is need to analyze ourselves and learn to forgive. Philippians 1.9 says, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment. Your love may abound more and more. Love is part of forgiveness. Uh, Romans 12.9 says, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Let love be genuine. Genuine love is shown in the ability to forgive. Walk by the word of God, dear beloved. I want to say that, you know what, feelings will follow. At times, it's easier said than done. It's easy to say that when someone has been offended, they must forgive. But is it that easy? But I want to say forgiveness is not about feelings. Forgiveness is a decision that you make to say, I am forgiving you for offending me. I'm forgiving you for stepping on my toe. My toe. It's not about how I feel because if you, you make out that statement to say, I forgive you, feelings will follow later. Feelings will follow you, you know. We walk by faith, not what we feel, because you hear others say, I have forgiven, oh, but I don't feel it, you know. It's not about how you feel. It's about saying it out, having made that decision to say, I'm forgiving this person. So in love relationships, dear beloved, it's important to forgive one another. It's important to learn to forgive one another as young people. It's important to learn to forgive one another as beloveds, as lovers, 
in a relationship so that our relationships can be strong. Jesus Christ forgave all of us and died for us. While we were yet sinners, the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Husbands are especially commanded to love their wives, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. It starts in the relationship. So your love for your beloved, my dear young brother, your love for that young lady starts in the relationship. Your forgiveness starts in the relationship. We cannot talk of forgiveness in a marital relationship if we fail to practice it in a love relationship. You understand? It's amazing that, you know what, for two weeks, a young man, a young lady can go without talking to their lover because of unforgiveness. So giving yourself, uh, forgiving yourself means you don't, you know, when the Bible says Christ gave himself for the church, it means he did not withhold himself from from the church. So, you know, when we say as a, a, a lovers, you must give yourself to each other. It means you must not withhold forgiveness. When you don't forgive, God also doesn't forgive you and your prayers are hindered. It's amazing that the word of God tells us that, man, if you don't forgive your wives, treat them well, your prayers will not be answers. And so it then spoils everything around you. So I want to say that in our love relationships, Christ must be our example. Christ must be our, our, our example.